Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, it is UFC 281. It is fight day eve of one of the last big cards of 2022. This is the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am joined by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today? On It is a gloomy day here in the Delaware Valley. How is it down there in St. Pete's? Uh, it keeps it keeps going you know, back and forth. It's raining and it's sunny and it's raining and sunny. Uh, there was supposed to be a hurricane that I think was just a Category 1, so we got a bunch of rain. I don't know what's going on with the weather. Very bipolar. Just like uh, my bets that we'll be losing this weekend, but I'm excited. There you go. Uh, I think this main card has a lot, just a lot of juice, you know. Uh, Dan Hooker coming back, I feel like nobody's really talking about that. Uh, I feel like nobody's really talking about Whaley and Carla. Um, kind of getting overshadowed by Izzy and uh, the Dustin fight. So uh, prelims are, are good. You know, Molly McCann's, Molly McCann's up there. Dominic Reyes is back. Uh, Otman Azaitar is back. So... Um, yeah, Mr. Ant, Mr. Nick, Mr. Nick's fighting. He's starting. Nick is anytime, anytime a card starts off with Mr. Nick, I feel like we're going to get some like, you know, something good, some some fireworks. So, all right, so let's get right into it then. We got Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya, and for anyone who doesn't know, you should know by now. Uh, Alex Pereira beat Israel Adesanya twice in kickboxing, once by decision, which was a questionable decision uh, according to all sources and watchers of the fight and the second one ended in dramatic fashion uh with israel adesanya needing an oxygen mask and uh his his kid trolling him in the so alex put knocked him out that's all you need to know it that was, was so good it was absolutely insane and now uh we have been talking about this storyline for i mean a while now more than a year of this boogeyman sort of storyline where alex Pereira puts his kickboxing gloves to the side Gets into MMA and basically hunts down Israel Adesanya once again to take what's his, which is this is a wild like the fact that we're actually here like on the eve of this fight happening is is insane. We kind of projected that this could be the guy who would take him out or this would be the guy that give him trouble, and it's finally here, man. Uh, now MMA is a different game. It, it, you know, it's uh, Israel Adesanya has much more experience inside the octagon and in the cage with the small gloves on than Alex Pereira does. But I, I think that their strengths are kind of similar, and I don't know if the the other facets of mixed martial arts will really be used here. In theory, you would think they would be, but in this fight, I just don't know if they will. And those would be the grappling, the wrestling, all, all of those other sort of avenues of mma so ty i will let you lead it off i think everyone should know where i stand on this i am i guess i should give the odds first with israel adesanya being a minus 210 as high as 225 here on the uh, different websites and then we have alex Pereira, poeton hands of stone plus 180 170 on some of these so Ty, I will ask you, you, I am probably going to ride Poetan here. It's just the number is right, and I am willing to go down with the ship. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, well, I haven't decided yet whether I'm going to go inside the distance or not. I ask you, what do you think is going to happen on Saturday night? 
Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna go <clears throat> go right into it. I got Alex Pereira second round knockout. Wow. Um, I'm. I have to. I have to do. It. I have to keep going. Ever since um, he said he was gonna um, come to the UFC or at least start his uh, MMA journey or restart his MMA journey because I remember he had a couple MMA fights <clears throat> mixed in at the beginning of his career. Um, when he lost uh, his one MMA fight, it was on. It was in Jungle Fight. Jungle Fight eighty two. Uh, I don't know if you had that on the old DVR, but uh, Mr. Bruno Capaloza and Amanda Lemos got wins that night. Wow. Uh, and he and he did not. So it was 2015. Um, ever since he fought, what was that dude's name? Uh, Vakatov or Lakatov or uh, whatever his name was, the, his last kickboxing match where he lost. Uh, we've, been, we've been waiting for this. And it's only been, what, a year, I think, right? It's been almost a year since he made his debut. I against, think a uh, little bit over a year. I saw 370 or some yep. days. Which is crazy, man. It's just like the prophecy, you know? It, it's kind of what it feels like. It feels very prophetic. I don't mean to get, like, spiritual or anything like that, but, like, full circle, man. It's it, it's it's come full circle, and I feel like, I feel like I, I, you know, everybody in your natural instinct just wants to go Izzy, and if the fight gets extended, it's probably, it's probably Izzy's, you know? But I don't know. There's just, there's something about it. Uh, Pereira was talking about it before. He wasn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't go about it like, you know, oh, Izzy, Izzy knows what happened last time. He, he knows it's going to happen again. He's scared and this and that. But he, he does talk about how he doesn't think that knockout loss will ever go away because it, it doesn't. It's, a, it's the only time it's really happened to Izzy. He's not going to ever forget it. Uh, so it just, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how, um, how he handles being across the cage from Alex Pereira for a third time and for the you know, first time since that knockout loss. You never know, man. Uh, Izzy is very strong mentally. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's he's anybody that's going to be rattled by anything. Um, even if he does get in some trouble in there, I think he can still battle back. Um, deals with adversity well. He, he's he's very strong minded, but I think there's something here, man. I think there's something here when he gets in there, and it, I don't know if it's going to throw his game off, but maybe he's a split second behind, or he's a split second too eager. You know, yeah. I think there's going to be something where Alex gets him thinking, and uh, you know, Izzy doesn't fight guys for his size. Ever. He usually has a five or a six inch reach advantage and a four, three, four inch height advantage. He doesn't have either of that here. I think they have the, he has a one inch reach advantage. Yeah. And there's the same so, height, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And dude, I don't understand how, truly, how Alex Pereira makes 185. I know it, it took him a little bit of time today, but he, he did it easily. Um, not easily, but he did it. 84.6. I mean, yeah, he had, had some weight to spare there, so. Right, which makes me think, you know, was it a mind game? Because I don't know if you saw Izzy on the scale. He didn't look good. He did not. And that that's a rare, that's a rarity. Usually he's, you know, he's he's jumping around, running around. He didn't look good. I, I think I saw I could, I could be, new strength and conditioning coach. I did see just somebody say that. Just yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah. that. My bad. Uh, my my guy. No, no, you 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 know. Yeah, I was gonna say and be like, I don't I don't even know if it's true. My guy MMA guru who does pretty good stuff on YouTube. He said it, and I was like, yeah, interesting. I tried looking it up, didn't really find anything, so I wasn't sure if it was just bullshit. But, um, I mean, we've never seen him look like that, you know? True. So, I don't, I don't know, man. It, 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 I'm getting some really just, just, just Usman Edwards vibes. And, I, it, again, probably stupid, maybe. Maybe I'm dumb. But these guys aren't invincible. Uh, Izzy's not young. Um, he, he did get... Uh, what he got a, a jersey gifted for a Molly McCann from one of her favorite uh, soccer players or something. So I think there might be a little Molly McCann curse, maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe. Uh, yeah, dude. There's just some things I don't like here, and 
I really, everybody talks about how much he's improved since their fights. What about how much Alex Pereira's improved since their fights? Alex Pereira just got started kickboxing when they fought. Like, he was a newbie to the sport. He he didn't start doing MMA or anything, or any um, combat sports, really, until he was, like, 23. So, like, he's older. Less, like, I think he's the only, or was the first, uh, two-weight champ in glory. they were set on the uh, count. Two-division champ. Yeah. So, like... Like this guy has has done a lot. He's beaten he's beaten some of the best. And yeah, you know the second fight maybe he gets stopped in in MMA rules if it's not kickboxing rules. You know the standing eight count. And yeah, the first fight was close. I pray he probably lost you know uh, that last round. But again, he was really new to the sport. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think he's he's made a lot of improvements. Stuff and takedowns. I don't think that's going to be a factor here at all. Is he's got uh, a very thin lower body. I don't think he'll be able to get some trips or anything like that. You know, I think he'd have to go for a blast double or single leg, which, you know, I, I just don't see him doing. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. It's going to be interesting to see how they how they fare at range, what Izzy does. You know, who, who sets the pace? Who sets the – who gets uh, – who goes first? Who, yeah, who dictates you know. how this fight goes down. No, I, I, I'm really, I know really interested. Um, I, can't, I can't have too much confidence. I, I truly don't know – What's going to happen here? I'm going to go Alex Pereira, though. I've been saying it for a while. It's actually here now, and I have to face the consequences if he loses, and that's fine. Um, I am anti-Izzy, but I actually do think this is a – I think this is the closest line fight Izzy's had since the first Robert Whitaker fight. So people know, man. People know, and I know some late action came in on Izzy. Now it's back down a little bit to 215. So we'll see. I, I'm going to go with Alex if it gets extended, you know, past the second, maybe to past the third, he's probably fucked. Um, but yeah, man, let's see. I, you know, can he do it again? Yeah, like you said, the last time. Well, the last time actually was uh, Costa was plus one sixty eight going into the fight. That's crazy. Uh, which is, yeah, looking back, that's insane. But, I mean, at the time... If we knew was, he was drunk, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, w- that would have been a nice tidbit of information to know going into that. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Adesanya was uh, an underdog opening on the Whitaker fight, and then he wound up closing as the favorite. So, in this fight, he opened up at around minus 200, and it's now the 225-ish area. So, not much movement. But I'm with you on a lot of things. I just, um, even if a take, like this is the kind of discussion I've had a f- with a few friends who've been like, well, you know, it's a, Izzy has more experience in the MMA. He's probably going to use the grappling a little bit more or whatnot. I, I don't buy that just due to the fact that if he were to implement that game plan, he could gas himself out because it's something he's not used to. And I don't really think he has the ability to hold Alex Pereira down. If he were to even get him to the ground, right? right? I mean, like, I don't know if that's really a smart thing to be kind of banking on or trying to trying to implement. That's a heavyweight, man. Like, it's a big I, guy, I, bro. It's a big guy. He's gonna be like two twenty when he gets in there on, uh, on, on tomorrow night, right? It's like, so scary. he's gonna it's be crazy. fucking huge. So, oh. yeah, I mean, listen, I'm going Alex Pereira inside the distance plus two fifty. Let's go. That's my official Let's go. pick. Uh, what is your official pick? Um. I'm gonna ride with the with you. Let's go. Um, I think he has good setups. I think he. One thing about Izzy though, he has that tall man defense. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll get to. Uh, I think there's somebody else in this cart. Maybe not. Um, it might be Dan Hooker, but he he leaves his chin in the air. He does a lot of you know style bending. And it works. It, and honestly, it could work this fight too. But I think there's gonna be a couple inc- incidences incidents where you know maybe they're in a clinch or maybe they're close. 
I th- what he's going to do, he's really going to push Alex against the cage. I think that's where Alex is very weak going back. I mean, he still has power going back, but when you push him against the cage, I think that's really where you dictate things. Maybe throw some knees. But breaking off a clinch or, or when they're close, he's going to have to watch when Izzy steps away to watch he doesn't still get clipped with a left hook because it's not going to take the biggest shot in the world. You know what I mean? Like All it takes is a nice clip from that left hand from that Poeton, from that hand of stone. To, to catch you in the jaw and you felt that left hand before. Yeah. Doesn't mean doesn't mean, you know, you're not gonna feel it again. So um yeah, he, he keeps his chin high, keeps his chin up out there. Um because he can for the most part. But this fight man, you better watch that. So I'm with you. I'm riding inside the distance. What you got it at? Uh plus two fifty. Boom. Send it. And I'm just taking that because I learned my Viana lesson last week. I'm not messing oh, around geez. in case of a crazy submission that gets pulled off. I mean, yeah. the man is, is Brazilian. He, he is Brazilian. <laughs> he you can't forget up, that. Or Pereira throws him a triangle. Oh, like, I'd be so sick. I would be so <laughs> sick if I had that. I'd be like, oh, my God. Why he stops him. Unbelievable. Um, um, the Glover Teixeira work also, I think, might go a long way. Like, training with him and, and some of the things Glover has said about him, um, it, it, it's got me kind of excited for my pick, so. Yeah, and yeah, like listen, you kind of said it. We are we are for the most part an anti-Israel Adesanya show. Uh, it's not really hardcore-ish, but it's just kind of he he's corny, right? He's corny, and we we don't really absolutely like, we don't like corniness here on this show. Uh, we we haven't, and there's just something to be said about this. That I'm telling you, I'm just I bought all in on this storyline, and I kind of bought the spiritual part. Like he has like all these like. Certain things that he wears and brings to fights, it's crazy. Like, Alex Pereira is a very interesting cat. He's, he's just different. You know, like, very calculated, very cerebral. Uh, and I, I just, I saw him embed it. He said, I'm ready to go. That's all, that's, that's all I need to hear. If he's ready to go, I'm ready to go. So, I'm ready to go as well. And I cannot wait to see this because this is going to be fucking awesome to watch. The walkouts, the just oh, how dude, intent, like, fuck. the boogeyman coming out to take care of Israel Adesanya. It's just, it's going to be incredible. So, looking forward to it. Uh, now we move on. I have to go to different areas to find these odds, which is insane because this website's <laughs> garbage now. But Zhang Weili will be attempting to reclaim her 115 strawweight title against the Cookie Monster, Carla Sparza. Very rarely do you see a champion who is an underdog to the level that Carlos Sparza is in this fight. We have a plus 275, plus 310 reigning champion here in this fight against Zhang Weili, who is minus 350, as high as 420 on some websites. Smoke weed every day. Uh, yeah, shout out. Um, listen. I think we've kind of talked about this. We've led on if you've listened to any of the shows in these uh, past couple weeks. We are on Zhang Weili, both of us. We we have been a, we we hate the Cookie Monster. We can, I can't put that lightly. We don't like. <laughs> we her. do. We I don't. Feel bad. I, you know what? I think I I gotta calm down on my hate. But we tried after to. The, maybe after the fight, <laughs> we, we, you tried getting me to. And I was like, no, no. She well, no. Needs to th- die. Then the Nami Yunus <laughs> fight happened, and I was like, okay, yep, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> After she smoked, uh, what was that Yan Zhaonan? I was like, "Whoa, Yan all right, Zhan, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, hold on." I was like, "Hey, now, let's take she it easy." Us. She hurt us. Yeah, that that hurt big time. I mean, that was brutal. She brutally, absolutely brutalized that girl. And then yeah. you know, for that for her to come out and throw that clunker up, her and Rose. Rose is like, "Yeah, I got what I needed out of that fight." You're like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah. what? All right, you Pat, lost Pat Perry. I don't know what you guys yeah. are doing over there, but uh, 
listen, here there's not much opportunity uh, for money to be made, to be honest. Uh, the decision, weight lead by decision is plus 200. If that's what you like, that seems like the best uh, opportunity to make money, in my opinion. Or if you just think Asparza is going to win, then that's a good option too. I, I have a tough time believing uh, that Asparza is going to be able to keep Zhang Weili down. And uh, I am going to officially make my pick with Weili inside the distance plus 100. I like it. Uh, I will follow you also. I think um, she just she's bigger, stronger. I mean, dude, did you see her pick up Francis Ngannou like, with ease? Yeah. Jesus Christ. He's like 300 and then, pounds. And then I don't know if you remember when uh, Francis picked up Shaq. So it's like... <laughs> you know, Whaley is just, she's different, you know? Um, I don't want to, I, I don't, I think Carla, I think she has a nice little team. Um, I, I love the fact that she's like married to some just random guy. I think that's so cool. And he like, you know, supports her and whatnot. I think they have a, she has a nice thing going. She's kind of been consistent with her. Can't she does what she needs to do. And she's a, um, she's a professional. She hasn't lost a fight in almost in three and a half, more than three years since she lost to Tatiana Suarez, who we all know could be the, you know, boogie woman. Uh, whenever she decides if her if her neck ever heals, which you know, not looking great. So, you know, I think she is kind of underrated. Uh, I do, I do have a, a couple disagreements with some of those uh, splits. You know, the yeah. Marina split, the Alexa Grasso majority, I think was just horseshit. Um, fun fact: Carlos Barza is zero and two in Bellator. Uh, I did not really? know that. I didn't yeah, know she that lost either. to Jessica Aguilar and Megumi Fuji way back in the day. So. Um, you know, I actually think she has a path here. I think we saw Whaley against Rose, um, get taken down in the second fight. <clears throat> and I think she won that fight, but she allowed herself to be in a close, close contest where she could lose a split. And she did. And, you know, I, I was upset and all, but, um, I think Carla might, might be able to do some of the things that Rose there just, she can, um, I think she will be able to take her down. I don't know how long, you know, how much, uh, you know, how much control time she'll have, but, um, I, I think she can do it. The problem though, I, I feel like Wei Lee has some good sweeps, has some good, um, uh, her grappling has gotten a lot better working with, uh, Henry Cejudo. That's where, that's where I think yeah. Carla's biggest, biggest, um, advantage might get nullified a little. A little, maybe not completely. Maybe Carly gets her down like the end of the first to save face, and then you're like, "Whoa, you know, what could happen?" Maybe she chains some takedowns, but as she st- it starts standing, and it's going to be standing for a little bit. And dude, just seeing Wei Lee kick, throw kicks, and throw punches, it's it's scary. It's violent, scary. Um, yeah, man, I, I got her. She did get controlled for seven minutes against Rose, so I think again, that's Carly's just going to have to sit. She's just going to make it boring. And she's done it most of her, you know, most of her career. She, dude, she got booed at the press conference. She's American. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of feel bad that she's like nobody likes her, and I'm like, I, you know, honestly, she hasn't really done anything wrong. She doesn't, she doesn't do anything to anybody. And she, you know, she hasn't lost in three plus years. She fights the best. Um, I just think she is uh, Whaley's on a different level, athletically and, and physically. Um, she's also smart. Um, she's she's really smart in the in the ring. Uh, I just uh, she gets hit a little bit, but uh, you know I don't think Carla's going to be a uh, striking her up. She Carla has a negative striking, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, can't even speak, but yeah, I got Whaley inside the distance. Hand it over to you. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going Whaley inside the distance as well. Uh, 
I just think uh, the Esparza hate comes from just, you know, people hold that against you when you win the title a certain way. And it's just, you know, it's not even her fault because it's two people that it took to uh, win that title. And the, and the fans love Rose just from some of the moments she's been able to create. So uh, I think it's kind of like how Aljamain gets treated, right? I mean, Aljamain yeah. kind of leans into it a little bit more, but... Uh, you know, he won the title in kind of a fraudulent way. He's proven that he's worthy of that title since then, and people still hate him because he's just, you know, this is how he is. Now, if Sparza comes out and smokes uh, Wei Li, they think they might feel differently, right? Like, she needs kind of that statement to prove that she's worthy of this title, right? So yeah. I, I don't know if that's going to happen, though. I, I don't, I mean, like you kind of, we, we talked about, she's up against it. Her Her number one strength is grappling and that wrestling, and I just, ha- I mean, I like you said, I believe she probably would be able to take Whaley down. I don't know if she's going to be able to hold her down there. Uh, I mean, Rose is able to take Whaley down, so that's, uh, you know, what is uh, causing a little bit of trepidation in in my mind right now. But I just think, uh, I, I don't know, like you said, I think Whaley's going to make those adju- like those adjustments. This is a different fight than that Rose fight. That Rose fight, you had to be worried more about the hands than you did anything about the grappling here. It's kind of the opposite. So, yeah. I mean, I, Carla's a live dog here, though. Make no mistake. That's a big Absolutely. number to get a champion at. So I don't, uh, I, I would not fret or, or uh, you know, talk shit to anyone who's taking uh, Carla Esparza here. It's a good number. It's kind of the reason why we're taking Poetan. It's just a good number to get uh, an underdog at. Uh, but nah, not here, not me. I, I'm okay. I'll sit that one out. Give me Wei Lee. Been saying Wei Lee for months now. I'm not going to back down now. So. Never back down. Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, three rounds. Wish this was five rounds. Uh, kind of the feature bout of the night. Uh, let me get the odds up here for for all of us. Let's see. We got Dustin Poirier is a minus 215 favorite here. As high as 250 on uh, one of these websites. You get Michael Chandler at plus 185, 190. I'll let you lead this one off, Ty. How are you feeling about this? <coughs> I've been back and forth on this one for a little bit now. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of been on Dustin most of the time, though. I just, you know, Dustin does struggle with guys who are quick and hit hard and explosive, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what Chandler is. The problem is Chandler, there, there's just, there's, I, I, I have more red flags or more questions with Chandler than Dustin. Yeah. Um, Chandler's older, I think. I know Dustin's not young, but Chandler's like 36, 37. You know, actually, I, I, anytime I watch Embed It, I'm a huge fan of Michael Chandler. I think he's just... He's he's a very likable guy, I think. One hundred percent. And he's kind of funny. He's goofy. Uh, I like that. And I don't know if you uh, one of the uh, recent episodes of Embedded. He was cutting weight and he was in the sauna, <laughs> and he like ring r- ringed rung out his socks, and it was it was insane. It was this it was the grossest thing ever. It was just a just absolute waterfall of sweat from there. He's a big dude. I don't know how he makes weight. Truthfully. Um, I don't know if you also. I don't know if you saw that one picture. It was like him in May, and he had like a big gut. Yeah, kind no, of like a patty, like absolutely like Pimblet. fucking shredded. That's insane, man. He 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 is the consummate professional. That's why I, I don't want to like bet against him because he's so fucking motivated and he's so just disciplined and and uh, war ready. Really, I mean, he's ready for war all the time. But so is Dustin Poirier, and I think Dustin's got the better boxing. I think he's got the good kicks. Um, I think he's just. I mean, look at the guys Dustin Poirier has fought in the UFC. It's 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 insane. Going back to when he first started, I, I think he might have been in the WEC. I don't really remember though, but yeah, he was. So, dude, Max Holloway, Korean Zombie, Cub, 
Brandau, Conor McGregor, Diego Fer- Ferreira, Yancey Medeiros, Joe Duffy, Bobby Green, Michael Johnson, Jim oh, Miller, Eddie Alvarez, Pettis, Gaethje, Alvarez, Max, Habib, literally the best of the best. Connor three times. Yeah. Connor three times. And he beat him twice. Yep. Like Dustin Poirier, I think he's been kind of uh, counting out sometimes because he has taken losses. Like the Habib loss was brutal. But like, again, look who it was. Who Charles Oliveira. Yeah. Brutal. But again, look who it was. Like, and before that, it was Michael Johnson way back in the day, and he got carried away. Like, he, he didn't respect Michael Johnson. He didn't think Michael Johnson would hurt him, and he did. And he, he, he went out. So, the, the the problem I have with Chandler is his last fight against Tony. Man, he didn't look great before the front kick. You know, no, like I was he was expecting... losing that fight. Dude. He lost that first round. I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got dropped, and you know that's a guy in, in El Kakui that listen. I'm not gonna say he's a, some bum or whatnot. Even even at an old age, and even with all that he's knowledge, hell, he's though. still dangerous. Yeah, yeah, but he's over the dude. Before that, he got he didn't win a round. Uh, from Darius or Oliveira. And when he fought Gaethje, I mean, that was a generational, lifetime beating yeah, that, that he took. He's never been the same since then. That, that, no. Yeah. Like, and, you know, again, I don't want to dock him too many points for getting hurt. Like, everybody gets hurt. It's, it's, it's MMA, especially when you fight the way you do. But that kind of worried me. Like, I think Dustin, especially if it's after the first round or maybe after the second, uh, I think Dustin's going Dustin, Dustin's to be able to, to control him. I think Dustin's going to go first. Again, after the first round, if we get there, I think he's just going to dictate the pace, the pressure, and I think it's going to be too much for him. Uh, if, if Dustin, yeah, it's weird because I feel like if Chandler wanted to go the wrestling route, he easily could. But we haven't seen that, and it's not something he does, and he doesn't want to do it. So I'm not going to, you know, think about what happens if he gets a takedown in the second round. So I'm going to go Dustin. Uh, I don't, I don't have a bet on this just because I'm really, really conflicted. Yeah. Um. So yeah, give me Dustin. I'm, I'm going to go three round hard fought decision uh, where he wins the second and third. I like that. Uh, so you're keeping it off the card, which I yeah. respect as well, because that it was a thought for me for a while that I was going to not bet this fight, but uh oh, I am. All right, and <laughs> I am going to uh, after like much going back and forth. I'm going to go Dustin Poirier inside the distance plus 100, and I'll give oh. you all my reasons why. I think Dustin Poirier for what it's worth, is the best boxer in in all of mixed martial arts. And I know that that's kind of like a crazy thing to say, but based off what I've seen, man, he like I think if you're going to just stand there and throw hands with that guy, you're he's going to find a way to hurt you and get you out of there. And he showed it in both of those Connor fights. He showed it in multiple other occasions when he was fighting, I mean, Max Holloway, right? I mean, he put the beats on Max Holloway. Um, and I think... The big thing here, why I say that, is because Chandler is a guy who, like you mentioned, gets hurt in a lot of these fights. You know, he was somewhat hurt in that Gaethje fight. He was definitely hurt in that Ferguson fight. He obviously got hurt in that Oliveira fight. He was not this Benson Henderson fight, but you know, Dan Hooker didn't. That fight didn't go long enough. But I mean, Patricio clipped him behind the ear, and he was donezo, right? You know, like yep. I- I'm not saying he's like got a weak chin or something like that, but he's has a susceptibility be to be hurt and yeah and, and be hit. So and he likes to he likes the war element of it. He's not really he kind of talked about that as the the Gaethje fight he didn't fight and really technically at all. He kind of just stood there ready to bang. If he comes in here with that mentality in this fight, I think he goes to sleep. And that's what I'm kind of banking on. If he wrestles him then it'll probably be a three-round decision and I think Poirier would still win, but I would lose my bet. I'm banking on Chandler coming in and trying to go to war with Poirier to make a statement 
And I mean, I like you said though, like the explosive ability of Michael Chandler could could prove extremely valuable here, and he could get Poirier out of there. He he definitely could because he just he had. I mean, you saw what he kind of just uh, bur- bursted out to knock out Dan Hooker, and, and that was kind of out of nowhere. And in the same sense where he knocked out Ferguson, he was losing that fight. We're like, damn, you know, you're thinking I'm sitting there at my at my buddy's house. Damn, Ferguson looks good, dude. Like this is kind of like yeah. vintage. Fer- and then out of nowhere, he gets his head punted into the roof. So you're like, whoa, <laughs> like shit, like that can happen from Chandler because he's just that explosive. Poirier layoff. You have to consider all that. But I just think, and also I forgot to mention, I think Poirier is, and maybe you could argue about the boxer. That's fine. Poirier easily, in my mind, is the best finisher in mixed martial arts. When he hurts you, he gets you out of there. And he, he can smell blood in the water, and he gets you out of there. I'm counting on that here. And you guys all know I'm not the biggest Poirier fan, okay? I have still have to hold that beef and the Louisiana Swamp Trash, all that. I am going Dustin Poirier inside of this. It's plus 100. And this is not usual. We usually fade the Louisiana-born fighters. Yes. Um, the problem is, you know, Michael Chandler's a small-town small Missouri boy, so, you know, I'm not saying he's the smartest either. But, Jesus. yeah, I— Oh no! I'm just, just, just mess, just some geography, ge- geography, geography, fun, some silly yeah. jokes. You know, some, some more words I can't pronounce, but. Uh yeah, and shout out to Bryce Mitchell, whose album will be coming out soon, right before his fight. Uh, that shit was hot. He was like, he, that, oh, that was some God. hot bars he had dropping. It wasn't bad. There. I'll give it to you. I, I might bars. have to. I might bump it one time, and then be like, okay, I'm gonna go back to the other rap. <laughs> How about this? We got Frankie Edgar's retirement fight on the main card here in MSG. He's fighting Chris Gutierrez. They never, excuse me, they never give these guys easy way. Like, it depends, but it seems like they are not going to send Frankie out on a uh, positive, happy note. Usually these fights, they give you a fellow old guy to fight, and uh, here they're not doing that. Chris Gutierrez is an absolute killer. He's coming off of a, what, one, two, three, four, five, six straight victories. Uh, He hasn't lost since 2018. Just got done finishing Donna Baccarat or Baccarie or however you say that, which makes no sense based on how it's spelled. But this, I don't like these fights, man. These make me uncomfortable. And I think this is uh, some easy money to be made here. But what do you think? Yeah. Um, I have flipped on the original point. Whoa. On the original. Uh, it might be a tough one, but I... Uh, I'm going to go Frankie. Wow. Um, wow. Are you yeah. going to put this on the card? Yeah, I'm definitely whoa, putting it on the card. Whoa. I'm just trying to figure out if I want money line or... Jesus. Um, Let me hear the reasoning. So, <laughs> I do think Frankie's durability is gone. Um, <laughs> I do think, you know, what is he, 41? This is a swan song. You know, this is going to be it for him. Uh, we've seen him get hurt a lot. and It's just been... Listen, he's been memed. It's been rough. For your boy, but I think that's part of the reason why he's not getting uh, that much respect on the betting at the betting window. <sighs> I get it, you know he's smaller and whatnot, but I truly think that you know he was, he had a lot of good moments against Cheeto Vera before that front kick. Um, yeah. The San Hagen fight we didn't get to see much. The Munoz fight was close. I do not like. I did not like what I saw from Chris Gutierrez when he fought Felipe Kolarish, uh just just a year ago. If that he got taken down seven times. I believe. Um, Felipe Kolaris just got absolutely destroyed and worked by Chase Hooper. Again, I, you know, I, MMA math, he actually did not get taken down seven times. I am sorry. Um, or did he? 
I don't think he did. No, but it was a close. No, it, 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 he did not. He did not. Sorry, I am lying. But um, it was a close fight, and one that he probably you know it shouldn't have been as close as it was. And that again, that's a guy that got dominated by Chase Hooper, and that was just a year ago. Um, the Andre Yule win was pretty good. He had a lot, a lot of issues with Cody Durden in that fight. That's why it was a draw. That's why it was a draw. He should have won it, but he didn't. Um, Donna Bakari, I think, got him down once. I think Frankie is going to just I, – I don't think Chris Gutierrez has that power to really put him away like most of the guys Frankie's fought recently, you know? Mm-hmm. I know he had the spinning back fist against Donna, against Donna but eh, Bakari's not great also. It was kind of like a – I don't want to say a fluke, but that would definitely knock Frankie out. I just – I think Frankie's smarter. I think he's the vet here. He's going to land some kicks. I think he's going to look to get those takedowns, and I think he's going to get them. Um, I don't think it really takes much. I don't think Chris Gutierrez – I think he, as it goes on in the fight, I think he can be, the pace can be dictated against him. You know, I think you can really, I mean, Cody Durden just did it perfectly, man. He did exactly what he needed when he needed to do it. And I think, you know, obviously Frankie's the better uh, point fighter. He's the best, the better uh, round winner, a minute winner. He's just going to have to watch, I think, the leg kicks, which Frankie's got good kicks himself. He's got good defense. He's going to have to watch get hit clean, really. I mean, Chris Gutierrez has some, he can hit, but. I don't think he has this wide arsenal of strikes. I don't think he's this heavy hitter. Um, you know, he, he got somebody out there with light kicks before, which isn't to say he can't punch, but I just think he's not that kind of guy to do what some of these people have done to Frankie. He's not going to throw one of these flying knees and get him out of there. He's not going to throw a front kick and just, you know, turn him in the mush. Um, Frankie got three takedowns against Cheeto. He got a couple takedowns against Pedro Munoz. Um, I think he, that's what he's going to do. He's going to grit his way to a victory. I think it's going to be close, though. I, you know, most most uh, Chris Gutierrez fights are close, at least for large portions of the fight. Uh, remember the Defritas fight; he almost lost that one. He got yeah. taken down a couple times. So, give me give me Frankie Edgar. This is his last fight. I think I, I can't see him fighting at MSG on this main card. All his guys, I can't see him going out with a loss to Chris Gutierrez to end his. I just can't see it. I can't. I could. I could have seen it before. I I, I can't anymore. So, give me Frankie Moneyline. The crowd's going to be behind him, man. It's going to be Absolutely. it's going to be a raucous environment when Frankie walks out. He's going to walk out to uh, Biggie, like he always does, kick in the door. Yep, and uh, waving the fofo. All your heart is popping. Don't hit me no more, uh, man. I want to leave this off the card, but you guys know I'm a degenerate. I can't leave this this stuff off the card. I could see a world where Frankie's able to grit one out and get a decision, uh, sort of a split decision. I wish that uh, that might be the bet here, but Frankie wins by split decision plus twelve hundred. How about that, man? But I'm gonna go Gutierrez inside the distance plus one sixty-five. All right, and this so is we're a ten, ten years his senior. Yep, and I just think. It's going to be a tough night out for Frankie. I think he's going to find a way to win this fight. Plus 165. All right, folks. So let's get back to the action. This is the first fight on the main card. We have Dan Hooker, Claudio Puelles getting in there. What are the odds, you ask, Ty? Hold on. I'll give them to you. Yeah, what are they? Uh, Plus 130 for Claudio. Minus 150, 145 for... Mr. Hooker. So we have been fading Mr. Hooker of recent. Uh, am, am I right? I mean, we. I mean, we definitely have yeah. been. Yeah. I, you know, he. We definitely faded him in the Arnold Allen fight. And we definitely faded him in the Islam fight. 
didn't fade him on Nasrat. I know, I know, we didn't uh, that night. And uh, Chandler, I, I definitely lost that night. But um, what do you think here, man? I this one, I'm kind of. Uh, I mean, I I lean Puelas just because uh, it's just where I lean. But what what do you think? Yeah, the durability concerns are definitely is definitely something to watch. Hooker gets he gets hit a lot, but if you look at Claudio Puelas' uh, strikes landed to strikes absorbed ratio, he 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 almost eats a full strike more than he lands, which is you know very concerning good, for a guy yeah. who I mean look who he's fought, literally Martin Bravo, and he lost. He lost to Martin Bravo. What, what what do you think about Martin Bravo as an MMA fighter? I don't think he's that good. Okay, I think he's fucking garbage. So, <laughs> the fact that he lost... No, no, seriously. I mean, he, he's not good. Remember, the, the, he, he lost in like 20 seconds to Humbert, Humberto Bondanai. He got he got finished by Steven Peterson. So, and after the Puelas fight, you know, listen, he has three knee bars, and he's very good at that. He's very, very good at that. I just see him in kind of a Mackenzie Dern uh, tier. Of a, of a fighter, maybe ish, kind of, you know, not to not to say that he, you know, he's so far off the rankings list, or maybe not so far, but he's off the rankings list where she isn't. But it's different. It's just a lot different, man. I mean, he struggled heavy with Chris Gretzmacher. Heavy. That fight was, I think, a year ago. Like he struggled heavy with him. And uh, besides him, who's he got out of there? Marcos Mariano and Jordan Le- Jordan Levitt. You know, uh, the Felipe Silva fight. He was getting his ass kicked until he got the knee bar. And that's kind of what happened in Gretzmacher fight. He was getting his ass kicked. Um, he he doesn't have good wrestling. He just he pulls guard and he wants you. He invites you into his guard and yeah, yeah. He he could definitely do some special things. So, I mean, what he did to Clay Guida was quick and precise. Dan Hooker has gone up against leg lockers before. Dan Hooker has gone up against jujitsu guys. Dan Hooker has fought wrestlers. I mean, I think I think the number seven when I said uh, what's the name got seven takedowns earlier, I meant to say Ally Quinta shot seven takedowns and all of them got stuffed against Dan Hooker. And he's got better jujitsu, I think than Claudio Puelas. Um, look, look at the guys he's fought Dan Hooker, you know, like Arnold yeah. Allen and Islam. <laughs> Who's going to, what would Claudio Puelas do against Arnold Allen or Islam? Mahachev? You know, they, he would, yeah, he would piss us. He would piss himself. Uh, the Nazareth Hockbarass fight. I bet on Nazareth. Wasn't even close. Um, again, Chandler before the hat, uh, Dustin Poirier, <laughs> and then Dustin Poirier fight. He landed 150 significant strikes. Yep. So like, and he even got a, he got four takedowns. He was in that fight. Make no mistake about I, it. I think this line's crazy. Uh, I know he's not that much bigger than Claudio. I, I know Claudio's young. <clears throat> what is he? How old is he? Let's see their age. I don't know if I see their age. I just think he has the experience. He's the vet. I know he's been. Touched up, but he, again, it's crazy. He's only thirty-two. I still think he has Hooker some is six years older than them, right? And you know, Claudio's young. I get it. he's the best Peruvian MMA fighter ever, but the Prince of Peru, uh, very low bar. Uh, they don't really. He doesn't. He doesn't have good striking offense or defense. It's very, very, very concerning. I think we see a vintage Dan Hooker performance here, and he gets him out of there. I, I want to say the first round, but I'm just gonna say inside the distance. Maybe he has some trouble with some like uh, stalling. Or grappling against the cage, maybe there's a little bit of adversity that he has to go through, just a little bit. But I, you know, I, I'm trying to think the 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 leg lock guy that he fought before. Remember, he fought Gilbert Burns and fucking almost gave, almost uh, submitted him. And yeah. Gilbert Burns, that was at 155. Gilbert Burns at 170 is a title contender. Like, um, I don't know if there was a leg lock specialist that he fought and he got out of it. I, somebody mentioned it, but 
either way, I just don't think Dan, there's only one path here for Claudio, and it's a very small path. So if if he gets it good on him, man, he's a specialist. But I got I got Dan Hooker here, vintage performance inside the distance. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I am seeing on here we could get it at plus two hundred. And now you had convinced me to switch sides. I am on Hooker now. I was going to take the money line, but since Yo. you're taking inside the distance, I will not let you ride into the storm alone. I am going Sorry, Hooker inside the distance. Plus 200. That is too sweet. And I know you're all well, saying, worth, Matt. Though. I love his money line. Matt, what are you doing? You know, the, these are two, these are four <laughs> straight inside the distance bets that you're going to have. Like, what are you, dumb? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I kind of am. But listen, you know how, you know my thought process. If two of these hit of, of, of the group, then I make my money back no matter what. And especially if it's yep. Pereira or Hooker. If Hooker hits it, then I'm good to go. So... And you know we talked we didn't talk about it yet we're 40 minutes in now but uh the fans man fans are going to be back in the building that is a big factor when these fights are going down some of these some yep. of these guys come out you know have out of body experiences and try to knock people out and the the fans get behind them and it just the juices start flowing and there's more finishes on these cards I don't know if the numbers back that up but it always feels that way so uh yeah give me hooker inside the distance Hernando Moicano Brad Riddell, Brad Riddell coming off getting smoked by, I believe, Rafael Faziv is the last time we saw him, right? Yep. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, that was not... Oh, no, Jalen Turner mounted guillotine in, in that's one right. minute. That's right. That that was... I forgot how quick that happened. That was very quick. That's right. That's I mean, I mean, I must have been taking a piss when that happened. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, but uh, let's see what the odds are here. That, that's very interesting. I forgot about that fight. Uh, Brad Riddell is only a plus 105 underdog. Uh, minus 125 for Hanato Moicano. I am Moicano took a beating the last time I saw him out there against Rafael Dos Anjos. That was pretty that was ugly. Bad. He didn't get finished though. He did Somehow. not get finished, and that that Somehow. kind of in my mind came from the fact that RDA had too much respect for him and d- didn't want to kill him. But uh, you know, listen, coming off wins against Alex- Alexander Hernandez and uh, the the great ape is what he's calling himself now. That's crazy. But uh, Jai, like Jai Herbert and a loss to Fazeev, which you know who hasn't lost to Fazeev because that guy's a fucking animal. Uh, I don't really like this fight. Truly, I, I I mean, I would probably want to bet Riddell, but I I don't know what I like here. What what, what do you what say you? I want to do an all fade. I want to do a city kickboxing fade extravaganza where I just fade all four of them. But uh, I I can't do that to my boy, Mister uh, Mister Handsome, Beautiful Man Olberg. Um, so I I kind of like Riddell here. It, it, it maybe I don't know. They both have some concerns, durability-wise, right lately. You know, like Jalen Turner and Fazeev. I know Fazeev is, is is a killer and all, but like, yeah, that that was a, that was a brutal knockout. And um, like you said against um, RDA, you know, Moicano was just getting just just buried again. I'm glad he didn't get finished, and it's definitely something to note. You know, but he has had some concerns before. I mean, remember, listen, he fought Fazeev, and he didn't he didn't last as long as Riddell did. Um, TKZ, same thing, Jose Aldo, but l- listen to some of these guys, you know, like these are tough opponents and not to Moicano is super young. I think he's like, what, 30, not super young. He's, he's in his thirties now, but he's kind of gone through the ringer. He's, he's earned his stripes, if you will. And I just think, you know, he, he has good kicks. He has a good jab. Um, 
he kind of has that long man defense. You know, he leaves his chin up and he he can get he can get stiff when he gets hit. Doesn't like it uh, being the nail, if you will. Um, he has taken some beatings again, like you said. I can't really get that out of my head. Um, his off uh, Brad Riddell's offensive grappling, he's done it before, but it leaves a lot to be desired. When he got yeah. when he did when he did the Drew Dober man, he just kind of laid on him, and he's been taken down. Magomed Mustafayev got him down eight times. Malarkey, three. Alex Silva, three. Everybody's gotten him down except for Fiziev. Um, I just think Moicano's going to be able to do it. I think he's going to get him down. I think his sweeps, I think his his transitions, I think the way – once he finds your back, that's pretty much it. You know, like he's not giving that up. Um, we saw what happened to Demir Hadzevich, uh, Alexander Hernandez, Jai Herbert. He pretty much does it to every – Cubs one. When he did the Cubs Swanson, I was very, very impressed. Um, yeah, I, I just think he's going to be able to do it. I think he's going to find find the back or find maybe a guillotine. I think sometimes Riddell's just a little careless, and then sometimes he tries to uh, you know undo his problem, and it's too late. So give me Mr. Moicano. Uh, I'm going to go sub, plus 300. Wow. Hold on here. I want to take his money line, but I, I, eh, much. I don't know who wins a decision there. You know. Yeah, I'm staying away from this. Uh, I just don't. I don't like it, so I'm not gonna force Smart. myself. I have enough plays on this card, or I don't need to fucking. Yeah, tell me about it. Force you. loss like me. How about this though? We got Dominic Reyes getting back in there. Uh, more than a year, the Devastator has been in there uh, after he was gruesomely knocked out by the uh, by the reigning champion Yuri Prohashka with that spinning elbow that put him. One face down in the dirt. Um, he's fighting your boy, Ryan Superman Span, uh, Span, Spawn, as some people like to call him. But he's got the S on his chest. He's ready to go. Coming off a big win against the Hulk. Uh, the odds will tell you that Dominic Reyes is the favorite here. Minus 210, 230, 225. Span is plus 180 underdog. So, Ty, what do you like here? I'll actually lead it off since I, I can't make you lead all of these off. I'm gonna go Reyes TKO, and uh, I'm because the inside the distance is minus 115. The TKO is plus one. I'm just getting 128 here on Bet Rivers, so I'm gonna round that down to 125 because I don't feel like doing the eight, and uh, that's what I'm gonna take because I just like uh, I think Reyes is gonna have sort of I I, I just this is an anti-span bet as much as it is a Reyes bet, but I feel that I mean they both. They both had some some losses, you know. They both been finished in their losses. Uh, I'll say this though: Dom's fighting somebody who he can't bully. He doesn't have the size advantage here. He's actually smaller. Uh, I don't know how Ryan Span makes heavyweight, uh, light heavyweight. I feel like maybe, you know, if he loses here, maybe he should try a light uh, or a heavyweight run. Just just a guess, because he's a fucking unit. Uh, I do like a lot of Ryan Span's game, like offensively. You know, like he goes mm-hmm. for it. He had he had Johnny Walker wobbling on multiple occasions. Well. I'm just saying. You yeah, know? no, no. Uh, it's just. Was that him, he, though? <laughs> it was somebody. Or was it the uh, win? <laughs> the AC might have been kicking in that <laughs> arena that night. I don't know. Um, but, you know, listen, he, he got Misha Serkinov out of there quick. The Sam Alvey fight, obviously not great. And I think the fights before, he was he's very, like, green, it seems, you know. And th- as evident as by the way he gets knocked out, he gets elbowed. As he shoots for a double leg every time, uh, Johnny Walker did it to him. Carl Roberson did it to him. Uh, Robert Drysdale 
he did not. Uh, the one guy on the regional scene was named Brandon Farron. He did. So, like, that's very concerning. But working with Safe Sayud and all the killers he works with, um, I'm so tempted to put a little small play on his sub plus 700. I think that's very, very live. I mean, his last win was was a sub, you know? And he has multiple guillotines. That That's kind of what he does. The choke he goes for. I could see him getting it on Dom. But, you know, the, the Southpaw orthodox matchup, I think, favors Dominic Reyes. Throw a straight left down the pipe. Keep that jab. Keep that jab going. I, th- I think he's going to be able to hurt Span. Um, I guess Span does. Span. Span does have the momentum lately. You know, with Reyes taking that time off and Reyes talking, you know, ad nauseum about how he didn't lose the John Jones fight. Still, I'm going to go heavy on the under one and a half here at minus one twenty. Uh, I think one of. I, I don't know who or when or where. I think it's going to be a kind of a gross, weird, light heavyweight fight. You know, two guys that can. That are kill or be killed, and they will both will happen or could happen. Uh, so I'm just going to stay somewhat safe and take the under one half. I like that. It's a, a you know you're the only guy on here that plays the under plays, which is also a smart bet to make because I'm too pussy to do something like that. But <laughs> let's keep it moving. We are flying through this card, ladies and gentlemen. We have uh, 14 total bouts on this one, which is pretty wild. But how about this, Aaron Blanchfield against your your girl Meatball Molly McCann. A 125 bout. Aaron Blanchfield is a huge favorite here. Minus 400, 460 on FanDuel. Molly McCann's plus 320, 300. Uh, listen, uh, this is either a bet Blanchfield or stay away from me. So uh, I'd like to hear. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're on the same uh, bandwagon here. We've been watching uh, Blanchfield, and we're like, okay, yeah, that this girl's going to be a problem. Like every time we would get done one of her fights, we're like, Oh wow. Like, you know, she's, she's a problem. Like what? I guess it kind of clicked when she did, when she did that to Miranda Maverick, she fucking dominated Miranda. Crazy. Maverick. Like, and, it, Hey, listen, we've seen Miranda Maverick in her last couple fights. Like she, you know, she, she's taking two girls. Like, Oh yeah. That's not easy to do. Taking, taking Miranda Maverick down seven times and just fucking cooking her ass is not something that people do, you know? So, and Molly McCann has been submitted before by your girl, Jillian Robertson. So it's uh, <laughs> something to be considered, you know. Uh, Blanchfield inside the distance is plus 200 here. Submission is plus 350. I don't know if the TKO would be in play here. I, I just I have a tough time believing. It seems like she's stri- – I mean, she does like to lower a little ground and pound, but she seems like she's strictly a uh, grappler when she gets on the ground. Uh, from what I've seen, so I don't know. I think I'll just not. I, I inside the distance at plus two hundred is enough for me. I think I'm going to play Blanchfield inside the distance plus two hundred. Uh, the number seven that I mis- misspoke earlier. I forget who I even was talking about. They got taken down seven times. They they did not. <laughs> it's it's come up multiple times. It was Molly McCann is who I was thinking of. The number seven. She got taken down seven times uh, uh, about a year and a couple months ago. Seven times by Lara Procopio. Oh boy, brutal! Her name's not Procopio anymore. No? It's Blitzen or or, Cl- or something. Donner. Something. No, Dahmer. No, no, no. Rudolph. <laughs> Jeffrey. Uh, no. Uh, um. I th- Epstein. <laughs> I. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just come on, come on. I can't find her. We're just name. having fun. We're just having fun. We're having too much fun. Oh um, come on, you know, guys, you know us having fun. All right. Fritzen, Fritzen. I, I, Fritzen, I, I said all Fritzen. right. Not go. to be not confused Blitzen. with Velismus. 
<laughs> or Blitzen. I love me some Blitzmas. But um, or Dash or Dance. All right, God, I'm sorry. Fuck this. She also got you know taken down five times by Tyler Santos. I don't hold that too much against her. Um, I I will acknowledge the fact that lately she's been a different fighter. But I also have to acknowledge that she's fought Gian Kim, Luana Carolina, and Hannah Goldie. Um, and she's she's honestly taken some damage from two of those women. Hannah Goldie didn't give her anything to work with, but uh, Luana Carolina and Gian Kim were. Gian Kim landed 100 plus significant strikes on her. That's that's pretty it's pretty worrisome, honestly. Uh, the only I, only worry I have with Erin Blanchfield here is her. I mean, listen, she's 23, and to have the the composure that she has to fight the way she does for being so young is very impressive. I mean, JJ Aldridge is somebody that will give you hell if you're not ready. You know, like yeah. she has done. She's a measuring stick in in some ways, and I don't mean that as an insult. Like. She can strike. She can work the little ground game. I've taken her multiple times. I had her to beat Courtney Casey at plus money. That was fucking easy. Yep. Um, I had her, I think, at plus money beat Jillian Robertson. Easy. Um, and she, she, you know, she, she's very active. She fights a lot of people. So I, I like JJ Aldridge. I think she's decent. And she's she ran through JJ. I think also JJ Aldridge got her down. Um, but she got her down right into a guillotine. I got Aaron Blanchfield plus. Uh, I just had it. I just I think it's 250, 240 sub. I think she's going to get the rear naked choke or some kind of submission. I think she's going to have Molly panicking on the ground and you know kind of just trying to throw uh, I guess muscle her way out of a spot or a position and then she's going to fall right into a trap. Uh, 15 minutes to work with. I think Iron Blanchfield's better standing. I think she's better everywhere. Um, but she she should probably just look to take this to the ground. Obviously, it's where she uh, does her work. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I could easily see her getting a, a smooth, easy decision, and I get fucked over. But I'm gonna take a shot at her, uh, at her sub at plus two fifty. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna go inside the distance at plus two hundred, and hope that cool. it's a dominant, dominant a performance pounder. on the ground. God forbid. Yeah. Next, it is Andre oh. Petrosky, Glendora's own, getting in there. Yes, Glendora, sir. New Jersey. That is for everyone out there. Uh, against. One of my fade machine, uh, you know, fade factory foreman, one of the fade factory's number one employees, Wellington Terman, who has made me look stupid in the past, but uh, today I don't know if that's going to be the day. Uh, his win against Misha Serkinov really pissed me off, and uh, him almost losing to Sam Alvey was a fucking joke. That's but, just... I mean, he had like two points taken away, which was absolutely nuts. I I think that's the fight that uh, that happened. Yeah. But listen, uh, this is kind of a biased bet. I just think I don't. I don't. I've never thought much of Terman's skills, and uh, I mean Petrowski's sort of uh, green in, in a sense of experience. But I think his grappling and his wrestling ability will be able to keep it wherever he wants. And I think if he gets on top, this fight's over. And I think his jujitsu is good enough to defend himself from being something crazy happening to him. So give me, give me Petrosky, and I haven't decided the method yet. Uh, inside the distance is plus one ten. I'll just take that because I don't want to mess around with any of this other shit, and that just pisses me off. I'll just take the one ten, take my win. <laughs> I feel that uh, I, I like Petrosky. I think I kind of underestimated him. I think that Maximoff win. Uh, did 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 wonders for him. He's also had uh, some grappling matchup ma- matches uh, where he you know walked through Eric Anders and smoked Phil Halls. Phil Halls, you take if you can't punch Phil Halls in the face, he's like you know just so much better. You know, take away the, his chin and he's just a, a world beater. And he he smoked them. 
Now, I guess Petrovsky did lose to Brian Battle in the Ultimate Fighter. Um, uh, Brian Battle's got better, though. So, like, I, yeah. you know, I, I know after that, Petrovsky hasn't fought the best guys. Michael Gilmore, that guy was the fake machine for the, the little bit that we saw. Yeah, him. that's a shame. Uh, <laughs> they should bring him back. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yao Zong Hu. Uh, who? Um, yeah, I don't know. That was kind of a worrisome fight. Almost went the distance. But then to turn around and get Maximov out of there with a sick, tight anaconda choke in like a minute. Um, I, I trust him more. I know his cardio is pretty shit. Um, I just, I'm, not, I'm not sure Wellington Terman has good grappling defense. And he doesn't have good standing defense. It's like, I don't really know what, uh, like, like, I don't really know Wellington Terman's pa- path to victory here. You know, like, a I guess maybe submission. wait for, wait for Petrosky to gas or, you know, if he gets an opportunity, you know, take advantage of it. But I think he's just going to get out hustled. You know, I think Petrosky's going to out hustle him, outwork him. Uh, and I, I don't have a bet here, but I'm going to go Petrovsky. If anything, I think I would take it a chance on decision just because. Yeah. But that that's that's playing with fire, so I'm not even going to bother. Uh, I'm with you. Otman Zaitar, what's in the bag as we talk what's about it? it? Yeah, we'll, 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 let's it? Tell us. Tell us what's in the fucking bag, but uh, can't fuck around in Dubai, man. Abu Dhabi, don't, don't mess around down there. Uh, against the Steamroller, you're one of your boys. The steamroller Matt Frivola getting back in there against his after his big win against Gennaro Valdez, uh, and then which he came off of his big loss to Terrence McKinney in seven seconds, which sure. was wild. Uh, Otman Azaitar is a minus one fifty five favorite, which is seems kind of light. Plus one thirty five for the steamroller Matt Frivola. Uh, what do you like here? Um, I thought I was just gonna keep going with the. Ride the Izaitar, Izaitar bandwagon, but I've switched up. I'm going to take the dog shot on Matt Frivola money line. I like his, I like his all around game. I don't love his chin, obviously. Uh, you know, Marco Polo Reyes. Remember back in the day, he he one minute knocked him out. Uh, Lando Venata knocked him down twice. Polo Reyes knocked him out twice. Uh, I think he's been he's been knocked down many, not many, but multiple times. Um, so that's that's definitely concerning. I feel like it's been a while since we saw Azaitar, so I guess there's going to be a lot of uh, question marks. You yeah. know, he's fought two guys in Kamal Worthy and Timu Pakalin, and he uh, disp- dispatched both of them very quickly, yeah. as he should, as he should. Um, so we haven't really seen him test it much, but I do uh, recall him having iffy takedown defense and iffy grappling uh, on his regional scene. It's never been a problem. Obviously, he has that zero next to his name, but hey. I say it a lot. Everybody's always got to go. Last week it was Marco Madsen. This week I think it's Ottoman Azaitar. Um, I just think Favola's going to get the takedowns. I think he averages about two and a half per 15. Yep. I think he should be able to do that. I think he's smart. He, he, he's not going to want to stand there the whole time. And I think, you know, I think he might have some success standing, but he's just going to have to watch the big shots. He's very susceptible to them. I don't think he, rec- he has really much recoverability. Um, you know, he, he, he I know the Luis Pena fight was close, I know, but I think at that time Luis Pena had a lot of hype and a lot of momentum. And it, was, it wasn't that bad of a fighter, at least at that time. Um, and he, he took him down a bunch of times. Took down Jalen Turner four times. That Jalen Turner win's looking better and better. Um, I, I'm, I'm not confident, but I trust him a little bit more. I might regret that, you know, after he gets structured out in like a minute, but uh, I do like him at plus money, honestly. Um, as I tell we haven't seen him in a while, so... Give me the steamroller money line. I'm going uh, Ottoman Zaitar inside the distance. Uh, I see a lot of finishes on his record. 
uh, against not the greatest competition like you pull into that, but I think like you kind of mentioned the steamroll is uh, chin, not the greatest, you know, not, yeah. <laughs> he's susceptible to being hurt. And, uh, I just, this is a fight I would normally stay away from, but the odds kind of lend me to having a little fun and playing a little, playing a little prop here. So that's what we're going to do. Give me a inside the distance plus plus one forty. So that's what I'm playing here. Uh, Carolina Kovacavich. Getting back in there after she's retired for the fifth time, uh, deciding that she's got one more left in her uh, against Silvana Gomez Juarez. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys don't know who that is? Oh, SGJ is getting back in there to reclaim her title. There is no title on the line here. This is, uh, this is disgusting. Minus 105 for Carolina Kovacavich and a slight favorite. Silvana Gomez Juarez, and there's websites that are different on these, so it's kind of right down the middle. However, you see it, um, this seems like a stay away from action, but I kind of like Carolina in this in this one. Interesting. Um, I was worried that Silvana Gomez Juarez might not make weight because of the absolute cannons she's carrying around on her, but. No issue, no issue, and I'm serious, dude. You watch it, watch her fight. It's crazy. I'm like, I don't know how you can fight with that. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I feel like that would just bother me, and you know, get punched there and whatnot. Listen, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I, I this is this is a fade, Carolina bet, 100. percent I actually, you know, I, I have a lot of questions with Silvana Gomez Juarez. She did start MMA late, um, and she is. Two and one, oh, or one and two in the UFC, but I think she should be two and one. Uh, she's almost had Vanessa Demopoulos out cold, and then she walked into an armbar, kind of same thing she did against Loopy. Um, she has good, she has really good striking, really, really good. She has really good hands. Yeah. Um, she throws a clean one-two, clean, clean one-two. I mean, you know, it was so quick when it dropped, to, uh, dropped Demopoulos, and then when she dropped Na Liang, who. Uh, probably not UFC level, but she got her out of there quick, as she should. I just have a real big issue with Caroline. I think, honestly, if she goes to the grappling, I think this should be an easy win. I don't know if she gets a decision. I don't know if she gets a sub or a finish. Like, whatever happens, if she gets a takedown, uh, I think the fight's probably over in, in some in some capacity. That's what I'm counting on, to be honest. Um, and if I look at her career takedowns, I guess, uh, you know, has she really taken people down much? Not really, you know? So, like... Uh, her takedown accuracy, accuracy, 18% in her career. Not great. Um, also, the uh, strikes absorbed per minute, almost six. Negative uh, ratio there. Silvana Gomez-Juarez is not great, and I, I don't think she's like this rising prospect here or anything. She is older. I wish she was a little younger. Um, but she has serious power, man. And I think she's, for as long as it's standing, she's going to dictate how it goes. And I think she's going to be way quicker. It's, it's, it's going to be a mismatch on the feet for however long it stays standing. Um, Carolina could look like she's minus 500, though. That's what I'm worried about um, in the spot. I want to stay away, but I can't. So give me uh, Silvana Gomez-Juarez inside wow. the distance, plus 225. Um, I think she's going to get her out of there with some strikes, and I think it's going to be a brutal loss. I mean, we've seen Car- – I-, I don't like picking fighters to win fights after they've retired multiple times, after they've talked about retiring, after they have retired, like – you can't just come back in, in fighting, you know, once you call it quits. And she's done it multiple times. I, I can't do it. It doesn't matter who it is. If it's somebody that has something going for them, like she, like uh, Silvana does with her hands, I got to go with her. So let me get it. 
that, that this pain that pains me right there to hear you say that. I know. I uh, <laughs> listen. We're talking about SGJ, who is a KSW legend. Yep. She fought Ariane Lipsky at KSW and lost, but um. Hey, at least it's somebody good, you know. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> just shout out to KSW. I just had to give that shout. Hey, out. she might have heard her. She might have heard her. Yeah, maybe. maybe we don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, she's fought a lot of people I've never heard of. Uh, Pollyanna Patello. Vanessa yeah. Mello. She'd be Vanessa Mello back in the day. Uh, yeah, I mean, she got armbarred by Vanessa Demopoulos. That's the big concern. That, That's listen, one of the brutal. worst losses I've ever seen. Uh, if she just did, if she just no, no, stop it. If she just would have stayed standing and not followed her into, onto the ground, she would have put her in a body bag, well, that, zipped it up. And threw her out the car. Well, that's a concern, man. That's uh, you it know, is no, yeah. Nah, Liang, uh, like you said, not exactly nah. UFC level. Nah, nah. yeah, we we're doing that for a while. <laughs> uh, listen, a smart man would say, no, no, stay away from this. I'm not going to bet this. Um, and that's what I'm going to do. Actually, I'm going to stay off this one. Uh, but Ooh. I lean Carolina. I, I, there's something in my something just yelled at me while I was about to say Carolina that said, don't do it. So I'm insane. not gonna do it. Uh, no, it was um, Norma Dumont actually came in and yelled at me. Shout out to Norma Dumont, you. friend of the show. Michael Trezano, who had uh, he, I believe he missed weight, correct? He did. He did. He did. I think he missed by a little bit over a pound. Uh, he is fighting Sungwoo Choi, who is a minus 180, 175 favorite here in this one. Uh, we kind of have been on the Trezano uh, bandwagon for quite some time. Uh, your boy Sungwoo Choi lost to Joshua Kulabau, who we have talked about that we may actually be, uh, you know, on board with now. Uh, it's kind of turned around. A rear naked choke loss to Alex Caceres is not a good look. It's just, you know, that's it's not a good look. I, I don't know how else to say that. But, I mean, Trezano coming off of two losses, one to Lucas Almeida, who's good, and Dawadu, who's okay, and Grant Dawson, you know, like I, I, I like to look at your losses, and I'm like, well, these guys aren't, you know, these guys are pretty good. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I like to see what's going on. So I'm gonna go Trizano plus one fifty money line. All right, uh, so they're both coming off of losses where they were favorites, and they kind of laid an egg. Um, Sungwoo Choi also had some um, the issues with the Caseras fight. I think it was after he threw that illegal knee, he just he, he didn't do anything, and then he lost. Uh, there's not really much else you could say. It happened, and it shouldn't have happened, but it did. Michael Trezano should not have lost to Lucas Almeida. I actually thought he was doing pretty well. I know he got outstruck easily, but I thought he was doing okay. And then the third round starts, and um, he wasn't doing okay anymore. The Dawadu fight, I think that's just somebody who's a, a level above him. Honestly, uh, you know, not too many levels, but uh, also, I don't think he won that Ludovic Klein fight. I think he should have lost that fight. He probably should Unanimous decision. We got taken down four times, um, and honestly, that Luis Pena fight was close. He could be, he he could very well be staring down the eyes of like a four fight losing streak. You know, yeah. But he's not, so it, it's just tough. It's tough for me to really gauge here. Uh, I think Choi's bigger. He's more athletic. Probably the better striker. Um, I think his takedown defense is, is solid enough. Where Trezano doesn't really go. For takedowns, you know, like the way he should. I don't know. Um, other than like Pena, I don't really remember him getting a, a takedown in the UFC. Uh, I just, I, I don't trust Trezano at all. I have zero trust in Michael Trezano. Uh, his striking numbers aren't great. His uh, grappling numbers aren't great. Um, if I look at Ch- Mr. Choi, yeah, I mean, you know, similar, very similar vibes with him. 
I, I think I would just take him. I th- I, again, I think he's a better striker, and I think he can keep it keep it off the ground, or maybe he can, you know, take him down. I know he took down Yusuf Zalal a couple times, which um, Yusuf Zalal is a pretty good wrestler. So, um, yeah, give me Sung Woo Choi here in a close a close fight. I just um, I don't have a bet. I can't. I, I don't know okay. what to do here. I don't blame you. It's just kind of one of those like I've taken too many bets anyway. You know, if Trezano was the favorite, I'm sitting it out. But yeah, since he's absolutely. the underdog, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take a shot here. Uh, and this, might look, he, might, he look, might look like he's minus 200, you know? Like, seriously. I can see that with Trezano. So. These, these last few uh, fights here, well, I guess will be the first few of the night, are kind of a little shaky for me. I don't really like any of them. Uh, Montel Jackson, yeah. minus 205, uh, 210, 220. Uh, Julio Arce, plus 175, 165. Uh, do you like anything? I'll just go right out and say I don't really like anything here. I can be convinced. But I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like either one of these guys. Yeah, this is a weird fight to project. I think this is honestly going to be a split, and I you know I want to just I don't have money to play with here. I want to just uh, lay money on a split for either one of them. I would take Montel, but uh, Montel does fuck around in fights. You know, he also fucks around outside the cage. Uh, he likes to party a little bit. Maybe not the most focused fighter from what I've heard, but he has all the I think all the ability. Like he's an athletic freak. He's fun to watch. High pace got that reach again he's just inconsistent you know like the 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 brett johns fight was not great he got taken down eight times then he comes back against jesse strader puts him out quick as he should the jp base fight again he you know he should have finished him he should have killed him but he knocked him down four times he took him down four times and he was even in a a couple uh close submission situations defensively took down felipe clarish 11 times um you know, when we really see him put put his game together, that's a really good fighter. He also has, like, the biggest hands ever. He has, like, hands similar to Brock Lesnar. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, if he ever gets a chance at that slap league, he's going to win a, win a belt. I promise you that. I ser- Seriously. Um, I do like Arce. I think Arce is pretty skilled, like, all around. He's, like, pretty skilled. You know, he's pretty just kind of good at everything. Um, he does miss a lot. He is a little wild striking-wise, uh, the Song Yudong fight. Showed that same with Hakeem Dawadu, but that was close that fight, and so was the Shaman Rice fight. He's kind of just been on the uh, uh, the bad end of a couple splits. Uh, the Daniel Santos fight, yeah, he looked good, but I, I don't truly rank Daniel Santos that much, you know. Um, so I'm gonna go Montel Jackson here. Uh, I'm not gonna bet anything though. I, I, I they're both kind of uh, inconsistent. They're yeah. both hard to hard to gauge. So it's, I think it's gonna be a fun fight, but I'm, I'm gonna stay away. And finally, we get to the the money making fight of the night. We have Carlos Olberg, CKB, legend, getting in there against our boy, who we fatefully and uh, with with love and adoration call Mister Nick, is getting in there. He is a plus one twenty. 105, uh, 115 underdog against Carlos Olberg, who is minus 135. Olberg looked good in his last fight, I believe, against the Water Buffalo, if I am not. No, your boy Tafan. Oh, and Zhukui. Okay, my bad. Uh, how could I <laughs> mess that up? But the the Water Buffalo was before, and he didn't look that great in that fight. Uh, he, he killed Tafan and Zhukui, but Mr. Brutal. Nick's a little bit different, right? I mean, Mr. Nick has been he, – he is a hardcore grappler. And he has not exactly fought the highest level of competition. Uh, a win against Kennedy and Zhukwu, who, who, I mean, uh, you know, 
That's not Rob, a bad big, biggest robbery of all time. I, I don't yeah, hear I'm with you. I'm with you. But it's a, a win is a win nonetheless. No, it's not. Yes, I mean, nope. yeah, you know, a win is a win. That's what I've been told. And <laughs> I guess uh, it is, yeah. listen, this is kind of up in the air, but I'm going Mr. Nick. Uh, money line plus one fifteen. Uh, what is the highest I can get? We were plus one twenty. I'm taking a Mr. Nick plus one twenty. I hate to do this to you, but I'm taking uh, I'm taking my boy. I'm doing it. Money line. Uh, let's see what it is. I think one uh, went up a little bit. I'm gonna take Olberg money line minus one forty five. I, I want to take him to minus one thirty on here. Boom. Talk to your guy. Send it. Um, I just have issues with Mister Nick. Uh, you know he takes beatings. He gets hit a lot. He doesn't really. You know he he, he gets some takedowns, but his takedown accuracy is really bad. It's like yeah. twenty five. Um. In the UFC, Olberg has not been taken down, and he has not been stuffed on a takedown. 100% accuracy offensively and defensively, for whatever it's worth. Lands about nine strikes per minute, significant strikes per minute. Uh, Mr. Nick absorbs almost six. Uh, he is he has like a, a almost full two-strike abs- uh, negative ratio. Like he absorbs two more than he gives. Not, not, not great. Not great seeing that. The... Ihor Potier fight was good, I guess, for him. But that dude, that dude's not, not good. Not good. Um, the Kennedy fight, he, he, you know, one of the biggest robberies ever. If anybody gave a fuck, they, they would say it. But honestly, nobody cared about the fight. And I, I really didn't either. But uh, the Alexa Kamer fight, brutal. I mean, yeah. brutal. Like he was getting smoked. He won, but uh, also Sapar Safarov, not great. He he got he got handled pretty easily in that fight. He did take some time off, came back. He hasn't lost since, but uh, I think Carlos Olberg is getting better each fight. Um, I think he's better looking. That's oh, he's obvious. definitely better looking. That's, that's no that's question. A given. He's good looking, man. Uh, <laughs> the Black Jag. I like that nickname. I just think he's more skilled. He's a high-volume striker. He's got more in his arsenal. Hasn't been taken down. Um, I don't I don't like Mr. Nick's striking defense. I don't like it at all. He does have a, a reach advantage somehow. And I think he's going to have to chain some takedowns, but that's not that's not really what he does or who he is. I got Olberg piecing him up on the feet, and um, let's see. I'm going to take. You know what? I'm going to take Olberg inside the distance plus 150, switching it up. That's my official pick. You've convinced me, man. You're kind of ah, no. You're kind of right. Nick, we're leaving him. You're kind of right, Mister Nick, like his grappling, like is not like it's. It's powerful against like guys who can't really strike. Yeah. Right. So it's like he has no fear on the entry that something's bad's gonna happen. And like you said though, even when he gets these takedowns, these guys get back up and then they start beating his ass. And you're like, I don't, I don't lo- like we we like Kennedy. I just Kennedy. You know, he's a little slow and plodding and, and, and kind of topsy turvy. You know, I, I don't think that was the best. Uh, I don't know. Preparation for Olberg. I think Olberg's just different. You know, he trains with those guys. He um, very good athlete, young. Uh, he's got. He also has good size. Um, yeah, I, I just think he gets it. Maybe he goes for a takedown. Even I, just, I really, I don't love Olberg, but I, I, I kind of like him. You know, and when I first started watching him, when I first watched him fight, when he fought Kennedy, he was piecing him up, and then and then he, he had a big, out. big cardio dump. Yeah. So I, I won't use that against him. I will, but I won't. Especially here against Mr. Nikolai Negumoranu. Wow. Yeah. I had to drop his government. Um, yeah. Give me Olberg plus 150 inside the distance. I think his striking is just going to be too much, and eventually Mr. Nick's going to will. I'm with you, man. 
Uh, I am with you, uh, Olberg. Let's just let's ride into the sunset together. You know, let's uh, let, let's get to that uh, beach, that that private island that we're gonna get off of these uh, fights that we bet. Well, you need to turn it around. Let me just say that. Uh, yeah, you, no fucking. I'm betting on you turning it around this week. That's why I kind of oh, switched a few. Because it, it, listen, man, I haven't seen anyone run as bad as you have in recent memory and i know you're not an idiot you you know you, you, we put in the research and, and in the past when we weren't even tracking it you were doing much better than i was and now that we're yeah, tracking it, it's just going the opposite way for you now i believe it is going to turn around that is ufc 281 i hope you all enjoy it i sure will saturday night from msg uh, absolutely packed building i was talking to some guy at work yesterday who's going he's fired up so it's gonna be a oh, cool. Fuck yeah. yeah, it's That's gonna sick. Be, it's gonna be a nice event. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, is there any boxing this weekend that we have to get out of? Uh, but I think we talked about that. There's not really anything. Uh, yeah, no, nothing, nothing really. Uh, there's not. Beltor is next weekend. Yep. Uh, Invicta is also next week. Yeah, all we have is KSW 76, Cage Warriors 146. And no um, one cares, right? Hey, does anybody well, care? There's, there's, anybody <laughs> care out there? <laughs> there is a French guy in the KSW main event. They usually sometimes they'll have like one guy. They'll be like ten and eight against eight and eight, and then eventually you see like twelve and eight against fifteen and one. You're like, whoa, whoa! There's a guy that doesn't have that many losses. There's a French guy. His name is Saladin. Also, Tom Brees is on this card, which is hilarious. He's, oh, it seems like he fights every time they have a card. <laughs> Saladin Parnassi. He is a French gentleman. He's twenty four, big featherweight. He is sixteen and one. Uh, a bunch of chokes, a bunch of knockouts. He seems like a pretty good fighter. I've only really seen highlights. Uh, he got knocked. His only one. He, <laughs> he has one loss, and it was by a forearm strike. So, you know, we might have to change the name to forearm strikes on this. I don't wow. know. I know. Just something to see. There's also an, uh, there's a Bart Bartosinski. I feel like that that name is very uh, popular Fabio? in Poland. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Fabio Barson. So this guy's undefeated. So I guess there's some guys to watch for in KSW. Sadly, we don't have the KSW Plus uh, I subscription. Get that. No, I didn't get that. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, not available to me, but uh, that's happening. So there's always, you know, there's always some fun stuff going around the, the globe. Yeah, and uh, no island fights this weekend either. So, ladies and gentlemen, island boy. Uh, shout out to everyone out there who listens to this show. I appreciate you. Hopefully, you guys go out there and make some money with us. Or against us, you could also you join the fade factory. Well, listen, that works. That works. That works. You fade tie. Yeah. Just go decision bet when he says inside <laughs> the distance, or go the other side. You know, like the, do a draw. Or something. Yeah, use your own head, man. You know, you, you go out there, you make your own money. I was up a unit last week though, so maybe this week is the week to fade me and ride tie. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Ride me hard. Ride me. Ride me, daddy. What? Okay. Uh thank you for joining <laughs> us. We'll be back on either Monday or Tuesday for the recap of this we'll see how brutal it is of this oh. event hopefully it's good yeah hopefully we we're in here uh counting our coins and distributing the wealth back to the community and yeah that's it thank you for joining us everyone thank you go birds